Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pull from the hottest topics coming across our news desk. I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'm joined by Mortgage Bankers Association's Chief Economist and Senior Vice President of Research and Industry Technology, Mike Frattentoni, to discuss his recent Housing Wire article titled, The 2020 Refi Wave, Where Activity is Strongest, Where It's Not, and What's Ahead. In today's interview, Frattentoni expands upon why mortgage origination volume is on track to be the highest in more than 15 years, as well as the MBA's forecast on what's ahead in the refinance and purchase market for 2021. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Hello, Housing Wire guests. Today, I am joined by Mortgage Bankers Association's Chief Economist and Senior Vice President of Research and Industry Technology, Mike Frattentoni. Mike, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Of course. Today, we're discussing your recent Housing Wire article, The 2020 Refi Wave, Where Activity is Strongest, Where It's Not, and What's Ahead. We have a lot to unpack from your article, but I want to start off by discussing the rare bright spots in our economy we've experienced this year in the era of COVID-19. One of the first things you mentioned in your article is that this year, mortgage origination volume is on track to be the highest in more than 15 years, led by a strong wave of refinances. Can you dive a little deeper into what is driving this refinance? finance activity and share some of the numbers of or data from this volume? Yeah, sure thing. So we're forecasting that for 2020, total origination volume is going to be in excess of $3.1 trillion. So that's really the highest we've seen since the all-time record in 2003, which was $3.8 trillion. And as you mentioned, this is being led this year by a very large refinance wave we think it's going to total about $1.75 trillion, really a response to the record low mortgage rates that we've seen. So if you look at the Freddie Mac survey, 30-year mortgage rates below 3%, something we thought we would never see. And that has driven out potential homeowners who have a, uh, an opportunity to refinance and save hundreds of dollars on their monthly payments. While you mentioned how this time around is different because homeowners have been able to keep their jobs, can you address the elephant in the room that you mentioned in your article? Sure thing. So the news has highlighted in the past couple of weeks what really was a sharp surprise for a lot of lenders when Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac announced an adverse market fee that initially was going to be implemented in early September. And Uh, This was at a time when lenders had enormous locked pipelines that were going to be, as a surprise, caught by this adverse market fee that was imposed just on refinances. And one of the things I highlighted in the article is if you look, and I used Optimal Blue data, if you looked at the locked rates on refinance versus purchase loans with otherwise similar characteristics, 
all of a sudden you saw this increase in the rates and refinance loans that really could be attributed to that adverse market fee. Uh, obviously in the interim, the implementation date has been moved back to December 1st. So lenders not hit by that uh, fee on their locked pipelines. It still, I think, is gonna result in refinance loans being probably about an eighth of a point higher than purchase loans with otherwise similar characteristics. Uh, I think this is gonna be one of the factors that's gonna be weighing on refinance volume as we get into 2021, but obviously the overall movement in mortgage rates higher that we're anticipating is probably gonna have a bigger effect. You mentioned it's been surprising to see in the MBA's data that FHA rates have risen above the conforming 30-year rates for much of the pandemic period. What is driving this? That's a great question. So ordinarily, because a Ginnie Mae mortgage-backed security has the full faith and credit backing of the U.S. government, where the uniform MBS from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac really only has an implicit backing, most times you would see that Ginnie Mae mortgage-backed security trading at a higher price, uh, resulting in a lower rate for that FHA and VA borrower. But right now, because there's so much uncertainty about prepayment speeds on FHA and VA loans, uh, some of that due to potential buyout behavior from mortgage servicers, you're seeing Ginnie Mae mortgage-backed securities actually trade for less, for a lower price than uniform MBS. And again, that is translating directly into FHA rates higher than conventional conforming rates, which is again, not, not something that we typically see, but I think it's reflecting both the market for MBS, and also the fact that Ginnie Mae servicing values have been uh, really hurt by the higher cost servicing uh, services are having to bear uh, due to the high levels of forbearance and delinquency on FHA loans. Switching gears to another product, what is going on in the jumbo market as it relates to what we're talking about right now? That's again, another really interesting question. So. For folks who have been in the industry for a while, typical expectation would be that the rate on a jumbo 30-year loan was about a quarter point, sometimes a half point higher than on a conventional conforming loan that the GSEs could acquire. Really, for the last seven years, though, the opposite's been true. In our data, we have seen the rate on a 30-year jumbo loan be below that conventional conforming loan partly as a result of higher guarantee fees that Fannie and Freddie are charging, partly as a result of just really robust demand from banks for jumbo loans who want to uh, have these customers and potentially cross-sell them some wealth management products. Now, in this crisis, the private label securitization market really shut down for a couple of months. We've also seen banks really struggling with competing demands for limited balance sheet space and as a result, we've seen jumbo rates go 30 basis points higher than conforming rates. So uh, a real flip from what we saw as recently as February. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or any 2021 forecast our listeners should know? Well, for this column, really focused on the refinance market. And our expectation is that's going to fall off in 2021 with somewhat higher mortgage rates but we continue to be really bullish on the purchase market. So we're expecting growth and purchase volume next year as we see more inventory coming on the market, the job market improving, mortgage rates still staying relatively low, and just a very large cohort of millennials reaching peak first-time homebuyer age. So 
we're anticipating that the purchase market's gonna grow in 2021 and over the next several years, just due to these very strong and favorable demographic tailwinds. All right, well, thank you, Mike. We appreciate your time and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Daily Download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and join us again tomorrow.